You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. This video is part of the CompTIA Security Plus course that I'm creating with Chuck and Jeremy. In this video, I'm going to show you a number of things. I'm going to show you how to capture passwords off the wire, clear text passwords, but also encrypted passwords. I'm going to show you how you can use a dictionary as well as a brute force attack to crack an encrypted password. We're going to capture a VNC password, which uses triple des encryption, and we're going to break that because the password length was too short. Make sure that your passwords are of a good size. If they're too short, it's very, very easy to crack them. So rather than trying to do a brute force attack or password attack against a VNC server in real time, we'll capture the password off the wire. In other words, capture it as it flows through the network and then launch the attack against the password that we've captured. In this example, I'm running some older software called Enable. This was really amazing software a few years ago, but it's been superseded in many ways with Kali Linux and the tools in Kali Linux. But I wanted to show you an example of how to capture passwords very easily using a Windows application. And this also captures VNC passwords very nicely. So if I click on Sniffer, it's already picked up a whole bunch of devices in my network. Under routing, as an example, I can see various routers. I've got EIGRP routers, OSPF routers, EIGRP and OSPF are routing protocols. In other words, protocols used to communicate between routers and exchange routes in a network. We won't worry too much about that now. What I'd like you to see, however, is under passwords, Enable can capture a whole range of passwords, including FTP, HTTP, IMAP, POP3, Telnet, VNC, etc. So let's start with a basic one, FTP, just so that you can see how easily it captures usernames and passwords in clear text. And then I'll show you VNC, which uses triple des encryption. That's basically an algorithm to hide the data. So rather than sending a password in clear text, it's encrypted so that it can't be read easily. Okay, so no FTP passwords have been captured at the moment. On my Mac, I'll connect to that Windows computer once again. Username is Peter, I'll put in my password in this example and click Connect. And notice straight away, we can see the username and password in Enable. It was as simple as that to capture the username and password. Same type of thing with Telnet. If I open up a connection on my Telnet application to my router and put my password in, notice Enable has already captured traffic it's actually busy recording the Telnet session at the moment. So if I type show version, show IP interface brief, that whole session has been recorded by Enable. So if I type exit now, Telnet session is closed. And notice, I'm told that that session has closed and I can view the details. So there's the username, Peter. There's the password, Cisco. I typed to show version. There's all the information. So very easy to capture FTP passwords as an example 
and telnet passwords. Again, if I connect to my router, log in with my username and password, notice under HTTP, I can see my username and password. So simple to get the usernames and passwords using Kane Enable. Okay, but let's do VNC because that's encrypted. So I'll connect using my Mac to my Windows computer, that Windows laptop on the left once again. Click sign in. That connection has worked. I'll close that down. And notice we can see the triple there's encrypted password as well as the challenge that was sent by the server. All I need to do here is say send to Cracker. And under Cracker now, I can see I've got my VNC triple des password. At the moment it's encrypted, so I don't see what the password is. Now with cracking, we could once again use a dictionary attack or we can use a brute force attack. Brute force will just go through all kinds of combinations. So as an example, here are the predefined characters that it'll try. You could use other types of characters if you wanted. Minimum password length and maximum password length is specified here. And if I click Start, this is now gonna go through all the combinations. Notice the current password that it's testing. The only problem with this is it's gonna take a long time for it to crack the password. So you can see that according to this, it's gonna take many, many years for that password to be cracked. But if I had enough processing power, and if the user used a short enough password, I could crack that. So if you can use a GPU as an example, rather than a CPU, and give this lots of processing power, it's gonna crack that password a lot quicker. But for the moment, I'll stop that because that's gonna take a long time. And let's use a dictionary attack the password list that I'm gonna use is ctemp password list, and I'm gonna click start, and notice it's already cracked that password. This is the password that was used. So secure password one. Now just to make the point about brute force, let's change the VNC password to something shorter, just to save time, and then let's run a brute force attack against the VNC password. So what I'll do is connect back to my Windows computer. I'm gonna start VNC and let's set the password to something simpler like ABC. Keep it very simple, ABC and click OK and click OK. So I'll close that down. Back in Kane Enable, we can see the previous password that was cracked. Go to Sniffer, we can see two passwords here. But what I'll do now is connect back to that Windows computer and I'll put the password in of ABC and click sign in. That now works. We've now got a third password that was captured. Let's send that to the cracker. And now for this password, which is currently not cracked, let's run a brute force attack against that password. You can see that that was cracked very, very quickly, ABC. You can see that that happened really quickly because it was a very short password. Let's try something a bit more difficult. That went too quickly, perhaps. So I'll change the password here to ABCD, ABCD. Click OK, click OK. Connect once again. 
A, B, C, D is the password. That worked. Going back to Sniffer, here's the latest password sent to Cracker. On my Cracker, let's do a brute force attack and click Start. You can see that took almost no time. It was very, very quick once again to crack that password. I'll do one more just to show you the point. So configuration, let's set this to Cisco. That should take it a bit longer. Click OK, click OK. Cancel that, connect once again. Password is Cisco. That worked. Back in the sniffer, take the last entry, send to Cracker. And let's try and break it with a brute force attack. Click Start now. So you can see that's taking a bit longer now. You can see that it's going through a whole bunch of combinations. But there you go. It got the password Cisco after a period of time. So when I used basic passwords like ABC or ABCD or Cisco, it cracked it using brute force fairly quickly. It didn't take it that long to crack a triple desk password. It's important that you use passwords of a longer length. So try and make it as long as you can, like 12 characters or longer. That very much depends on the protocol and what it supports. But a short password of five characters there, I was able to crack very, very quickly. Okay, so that was an example of using brute force as well as a dictionary attack using an offline attack. In this case, I wasn't attacking a server. I had captured a password off the wire, an encrypted password, and then I cracked it offline. I didn't have to be connected to the server to crack the password. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.